Walsh, that's it. He didn't go to Gorkwine on the left. Amble was so clever, so good. And Murphy is it. What a goal. What a blues. The young and the old together. The ground and there it is. Paulson, McGovern again. Oh, yes. This to give Carlton the lead. They're in front. The Blue Boys. Stopping and dropping. Betts gets in and the table here was Garland. And you can put down the glasses. It's an amigo. It's an amigo for the finish it off. Kick it, Jeffrey. He does. Carlton are on their way to Sydney. G'day Blue Baggers and welcome to the third instalment of our Trade and Free Agency series. Your host Jed Zetzer here alongside Harrison Hyman's Bolt. Welcome to the show. Good to be back. The Blues Footy Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels and good news bolt they've just launched in Australia. We've gone years without using the right tools for the job, and now you can be one of the first to experience their life-changing products here in Australia. Now, Bolt Manscaped have sent through a beautiful package to us, including a t-shirt, underwear, their brand new lawnmower, and some toning and aftershaves. Bolt, some beautiful equipment, isn't it? It is very nice. Bit of a game changer. It is definitely a game changer. Bluebaggers, be sure to head over to au.manscaped.com to get your hands on their latest Lawn Mower 3.0. Be sure to check out their collection of men's below-the-waist grooming tools and use the code BLUESFOOTY20 for 20% off their entire website. That is the code Blues Footy 20 for 20% off their entire website. Good to be back now. A lot happened today. So we're going to go into... Yes, so trades officially open today. Yes, yeah, so we're going to go into uh, efficiency mode here where we just knock out some of the big news. Now, Bolt, do you want to run us through the deals that went through today? Obviously, none are Carlson related, but yep. these deals definitely... Uh, everything plays a part. Everything a plays effect. a Yep, exactly. So just quickly today, Zach Langdon to West Coast for pick 54. That pick 54 was on traded to um, Fremantle for Jesse Hogan, who went to the GWS Giants. Oleg Markov has found himself onto the Gold Coast for a future third round pick going back to Richmond. And then Brad Crouch is officially a St. Kilda player after Adelaide decided not to match the bid and they end up with pick 23's compensation. Yes, so a lot went through. So Langdon, yeah. Markov, Hogan, Crouch, the moving pieces the big, today. The big four from today. Now, some big news from Carlton. Now, we've got a bomb to drop. I'm going to save it. Get through the little ones and then we're going to drop the bomb. Yep. Okay. First one, Paddy McCartan. Any new developments today? I think, I th- Not I think, really. I think that's just a wait and see. But I, that could happen in January. Yeah, that, Yeah. exactly. I think today we had a little bit more clarity from the people in the AFL community uh, suggesting that maybe it's not only Carlton looking at him, but quite a few clubs are looking at him and uh, definitely a possibility. But I think it's been confirmed that he did, in fact, have that medical at Carlton. Yep. So that's big news. Uh something that Tom Brown did get right. Uh, the next one, Adam Saad. Now, there's been a lot more clarity uh, surrounding this one. I think now it's confirmed it will be our pick eight going to Essendon for Saad. It's just now... I think there'll be 42 coming it's, back. Yeah, it's about it's about negotiating now on what Carlton uh, receive in return with Saad, and Carlton do want to pick. Essendon are saying they won't give one. I saw a report today, uh, I think it was on SEN's website, saying that... Carlton aren't going to get a pick that, you know, 
sad no. will just come. But we'll then I saw happens. a contrasting uh, report saying we will. So I think we can lock in eight for Saad. It's just whether we get we anything to, in return. Listening to Dodoro on Trade Radio, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, they, they should, we should swiftly. we should be able to get another pick with him as, as in, well. They, they need to get it done so they can start going to town on Dunkley. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Anyone else sort of on the grapevine? I mean, Jaden Stevenson, we got a bit more um, Looks like he's out there. of Collingwood. Yeah, well, from what... What's his name? Um, yeah, Ned, Ned Guy. Ned Guy. He said, you know, he's a, he essentially said he's on the table. But everything I've read as well, another... I mean, the SEN, Sam Edmonds saying that he's not. Sam Edmonds saying everything he's heard from his camp is that he's well, not oh, moving. Someone's going to have to move from Collingwood. I don't think it's going to be Cox. No, it won't be Cuffs. Phillips is interesting now. I'm not sure. I'm, I don't think there's any takers for Phillips at the moment. Yep. And then... Well, the thing with Stevenson, I think his his camp are saying, no, he's not going. But Collingwood have actually saying was on the table. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting um, to see what happens there now. The bomb. We'll drop the bomb. One of our uh, good friends here at the Blues Footy Podcast, uh, one of our main sources has... Let us know some big news surrounding Jed Anderson from North Melbourne now. So, uncontracted? He's uncontracted. So, he's, you know, up for grabs, essentially, until he signs another contract with North. Now, he's a long way away from agreeing a contract extension with North Melbourne, and he doesn't see that that happening, you know, sort of anytime soon. Jed Anderson has had the contract in front of him for a while, but doesn't really want to sign it, um... And he basically said, if a club wants to swoop, he's you know he's essentially gettable. What can North do? He's out of contract. There's nothing they can do. And I've been told today that Carlton are well and truly uh, in talks for Jed Anderson and are actually fairly confident that they can land him. Um, now, so, how how I'm, this plays out, I don't know. I'm, I'm not for one minute saying we're going to get him. I don't know. Uh, and I, and it's still highly unlikely, I'd say, that we get him. I mean, until... So I'm, I'm not going to speculate on whether we're going to get him or not. But if we were to... Let's just say if he was to come out and say, I want to go to Carlton, what would... And let's say pick eight's committed for Saad, what would it take to get Anderson to Carlton? The future first round pick? It would have to be a future first, but I'd also say... I'd also say... If the deal hasn't been done with Essendon yet, well, we may try and go and split that pick eight. Mm-hmm. Because then Carlton, no, I, I Carlton think, might I think say, a foregone conclusion. Well, Carlton might say, let's split pick eight and then send, you know, 15 and 27 for Saad and then, you know, 18 and a future second for Anderson. Like, you don't know. I don't, I, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's happen. probably a little bit overs, but I don't know. It's 18 and... Well, it is a yeah. bit overs, but or maybe, I, know, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know it'll, what it'll they'll be do. I think a future first, which is hopefully, if all goes to plan next year, 13, to, 14 yeah, next year. 10 to 15, year. yeah. Yeah, I probably went a bit high there, but probably about 11, 12. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, but that would be, oh, gee, it would definitely help our midfield group, wouldn't it? Well, He I had mean, a great year, Anderson. He had a huge year, and if you're adding Jed Anderson into the mix, the midfield group looks a lot better. I, I mean, I think it would be an outstanding pick-up. I just yeah I don't know he's one of those uh, I, w- we'll I won't believe I won't believe it until I see it that's the type of one because yeah. that seems far fetched from the outside it does, but it is weird that the guy that you know was podium just podiumed in their BNF hasn't resigned yet well yeah and Sam Edmund said he's not he hasn't they know. don't have a coach and speaking of the coach Michael Voss will coach North Melbourne really yeah good authority yeah. Michael Voss to coach North Melbourne. Another bomb dropped on. Yeah, that was a sneaky one. Yeah, sneaky we're, bomb. We're not the North Melbourne podcast. No, so who we're cares? not. No, but, so um, a couple, yeah, well, a couple of bombs, and there'll be a lot of bombs over the next 10 days. Don't you worry on 
this trade and free agency series. We'll be here recording every day during the trade and free agency period. Now, Bolt, we're going to move on to our Twitter questions. Yep. Now, we're going to cover a couple that were asked today and a couple that were asked uh, two days ago as well because they're all relevant. We'll start with today's. The first one coming through from Lawrence at Pillon Lawrence. He says, Heard rumours that we are into Dunstan from St Kilda. I hope not as won't be in our best 22. I'd much prefer Jed Anderson as he is still uncontracted. Well, it's a nice tweet given what we've just been speaking about. Dunstan was raised this morning. Yeah, we didn't speak about that. Now, Um, he has been linked to us officially. Would you be into Dunstan? I'll put it to you this way. If we can get him for a third round pick or less, I'm I'm all for it because I feel like he just adds to our midfield depth and he probably is better than some of the options we've got. Like he's better than Dow. He's better than... I don't know if he's better than Kennedy, but he's probably... For me, it's a no. I, I mean, for me, if you can get him for a pick that you were going to go to the draft with that doesn't mean much, like a pick in the 40s or 50s, yeah, go for it. But... You know, if we're gonna have to get, if we're gonna have to uh, accommodate for Luke Dunstan, it's an absolute no. Oh, no, if we're gonna get him, we'll come cheaply. He just he his ball use is terrible. Yeah, yeah. The next one coming in from Modwolf. Where is Sard? Well, hopefully in a Blues Guernsey Ho- in the next by week. by the end of the week. Yeah, hopefully. Mitch says after Sard, who is our next target? Well, maybe it's Jed Anderson. Maybe. We'll see. Still need a small forward. Still need a small forward and still need a backup Ruckman. We can't yes. go into next year with DeConing and Pitonet as the only Rucks on our list. No, need another Ruckman for so sure. So they'll get another Ruckman, I'm sure. And yeah, I'd be interested to see with these small forwards who we get because we're not really linked to anyone at the moment, are we? Not as such, no. Because it looks like Loney might be more Footscray than Carlton. Yeah, well that looks, you know, pretty... I think it was John Ralph said every day it looks more likely he'll go to uh, the Western Bulldogs. Geordie Bates says, will we get Jared Cameron or Alex Sexton? Sorry, he says we will get Jared Cameron or Alex Sexton. I'd like Sexton at Carlton. Yeah, I love the enthusiasm and uh, I'd, I'd like both of them. I Now, I did hear much earlier, about a month or two ago, that Alex Sexton and Carlton were linked. And I heard it was heavily linked, but... Uh, haven't heard anything since, and I actually heard back then that it was Alex Sexton asking the question to come to Carlton um, rather than us, you know, necessarily being interested in him. So who knows what will happen there. Lockie Egg says, who's the best small forward available and how do we land them? Um, I'd say it's probably Stevenson. He'd have to be the best who's available. Yeah. Because, I mean, are there really yeah, anyone enough, else? Who- there's enough to work with on Stevenson, I think. I, Stevenson would be a good pickup. Yeah. Yeah, and how do we land him? Second round pick? Should be right. Yep, yep. Jack Huntington says, Why isn't Carlton looking at Dunkley if he wants out? An inside mid was what we wanted, right? And he seems very gettable. I don't think he's gettable. Oh, yeah, I think he's committed to Essendon. Yeah, I don't think he's gettable. I think he's Bulldogs or Essendon. Uh, And, I mean, Carlton... You know, we we expect they probably looked into it and yeah, nothing con- came of it. Or I, I don't even think I just think Essendon did their due diligence. They maybe saw an opportunity there. They yeah, I mean if Carlton heard there, if Carlton heard Essendon was sniffing, we probably looked into it. But just you know, not going to match what they offered him. And I also just don't think we really have the money to go after someone like yeah, Dunkley. He's only on getting like six hundred odd over f- you know for four years, mm. so it's not massive. But I, I, I just don't think he was ever on the market. I just think Essendon swooped. Yep, that's fair. Francis says, "Why is Kennedy not re-signed?" Well, we'll probably have to wait until after the trade and free agency period to see some of our uncontracted players re-sign because it all depends on who we bring in. I, I, I think if they bring in Luke Dunstan, you're probably not re-signing Matt Kennedy. 
Yeah, I agree with that. But you know, why would you? Why that. would you bring? Yeah, why would you bring him in? You know, you got Kennedy on the list anyway. Yeah, going to be interesting. Uh, Big Daddy Bagger says it's frustrating. Essendon are able to attract a contracted gun in Dunkley, yet we're looking at players like Dunst- Dunstan and seemingly ignoring our need for a good small forward. Stevenson is available, should be a no-brainer. We go hard for him, yet this recruiting team give me a lot of doubt. So, oh, well, I think if you can land Saad and William, I know they're both out of contract, but Saad and Williams, like to attract them huge. to the club, I reckon it's a little bit stiff because I think attracting a player like Josh Dunkley of that quality from a team that has made the finals two years in a row, yep. whilst in contract, is such a hard thing to do. Yep. We saw how hard it was with Papley. Everyone wanted to deal with each other and it still didn't get through. It's so hard dealing with contracted players. Yeah, it definitely, definitely is. A couple more questions. Uh, another one from Big Daddy Bagger. Zach Williams needs a huge preseason to be the player we need. Was it all smart going for him? Feels a bit desperate from the club, especially on the rumoured coin. Who is next? Sard and Williams doesn't feel like enough. I sort of agree. Sard and Williams doesn't feel like enough. But they are too... Why, though? Why? They are too huge because... We still haven't addressed that need of a small forward. No, we haven't. But we've addressed the need of speed coming out of the back. We've got the in, Simpson replacement. In if we got Sardin Williams and no one else, are you content? Yeah. Well, I, I don't I, see I th- the issue. Th- we th- do need a small forward. I think we need a small but, forward and a backup ruck. We, I'm not saying we need to get anyone who's a big name player. We just no, need to fill some holes. I agree with that. But, you know, these guys are, you know, going to be top 10 players at the club. We've just, you know... we. I, I just I, I think they're massive these two. No, I agree. I, I agree. I, I just I, think it's quality over quantity sometimes. No, absolutely. I just think now we've named we've landed the big names. Let's bring in a couple of We do. No, we list, definitely need the Ruckman. You know, we you know, we do need the small forward and the Ruckman. Yeah. Edward Trembath says, given the lack of optics around the under eighteen players and the fact that there's a number of Academy father son draft prospects, would we be better to trade all our picks either for current players or future draft picks? And P.S. Great Pod. Cheers for the feedback, Edward. Uh, great question. I think, you know, I think there's no need to go to the draft with any picks inside the top 60 this year. There's just no need. Trade everything you've got, bring in whatever you can, and go and pick up three Smokies who you think could, you know, potentially do something at AFL level. The club have gone with this, you know, drafting strategy for the last five years in this rebuild where they've just picked up all these plays. We've still got Kemp who hasn't played, you know, Philp. They've even got like Sam Ramsey from last year's draft. Stocker. There's enough 18-year-olds. We don't need to add any. I think just bring in players who can play. That's my opinion. Maybe they'll go to the draft and get another Ruckman. Well, maybe that's what they'll do. Potentially. Or maybe some mature age small forwards from the state leagues. that's That's probably the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Julian says, thoughts on Tom Brown's rumour that Paddy sorry, McCartan... Sorry, can I, can I find, just sorry, because it's the guys in the state leagues actually played this year, not the under 18s. No, I, I yeah. agree. I, I would be... Go- there was one uh, Heath Buck from My Blue Heaven. Was it Roe? Yeah, I forgot. He's from forgot the Sandful. Yeah, I forgot yeah, his first yeah. name, but uh, someone Roe, uh, good small forward apparently in the Sandful, so maybe worth looking at him. Uh, thoughts on Tom Brown's rumour that Paddy McCartan had a medical with the Blues... I think we've spoken about it, and yep. I guess if it comes, it comes. Not really someone I'd be looking at, but I guess if, you know, they potentially want to offload Mitch McGovern, which we've heard as well, he may be a replacement. And Bolt, just very quickly on Mitch McGovern, we heard today, is it, the rumours have been swirling about him, that he may be, you know, yep. the carrot dangling, you know, our bargaining chip almost. Is it worth offloading him? For me, 
I, I just think there's enough to... I don't know. I, I have been getting the vibe that if McGovern does stay, he'll play in the back line. But I'd like to see McGovern stay on the list. But once again, if McGovern's the part that is the difference between bringing in another quality player and not, then when push comes to shove, you probably got to do it. Yep, I completely agree. Uh, Gezim Nexipi says, do you think Williams and Saad will be it for us? I think time will tell at the moment. I think there will be someone else. Yeah, there should be a couple of others. Dan says, after Williams and Saad, who shall next target be? So I think a lot of people have the same idea. They want to know who's next in, and I guess we'll have to just wait and see, you know, if the club thinks... Jed Anderson's gettable if they think, uh, you know, another Ruckman or a small forward. We don't know what's going to happen next, but mm. I'm sure we'll we'll hear some names over the next couple of days. A couple of funny ones coming in here. Josh Mindle says, Josh Kennedy's beard or Nick Nat's hair. <laughs> Josh Kennedy's beard. <laughs> uh, Bento Box says, Danny Rick or Danny Gorringe. I think we're going to have to go with... Uh, Gorringe. Well, Gorringe from a Carlton perspective. Danny Rick. Yeah, you well, big F1 fans here as well uh, at the Blues Footy Podcast. Shell says, why are we paying Williams so much? Because um, I think sometimes, you know, it is overs, but sometimes to attract these guys to your club, you've got to have a point of difference to what they're being offered elsewhere. And, you know, if it was an extra... Because GWS were also offering seven fifty. So it's not like we've gone, you know, exponentially above what his, you know, offer yeah. was from his original club. You know, to attract plays like that, you've got to have a better offer. And that's yep. what Carlton have done. No, I completely agree. Uh, Tim Phillips says, Sard to Blues for pick eight and Essendon's future second, roughly 20 to 27. I'd take that. Yep, I'd take that as well. Uh, and then on trade that pick to Collingwood for Jaden Stevenson thoughts. Oh, that'd be nice. If we can turn our first rounder into uh, Stard and Stevenson, that would be outstanding, Tim. I'm going to give that one a like. Sean Cox, would we consider Ben Ronk from Sydney as a small forward option? Kicked a bag of goals in a game against Hawthorne a few years ago, but fell out of favour at the Swans this year. I'd like to think it would be better on the market for us. I agree. I don't think Ben Ronk does much for us. At the end of the day, I almost think, you know, the options we've already got in, you know, Honey and Oes and Cunningham and... Bets. Well, outside of Betts. Yeah, but I'm but saying, I'm saying I, I think Betts is probably playing better footy than him. Oh, and absolutely. That's saying something. No, absolutely. But I'm saying, you know, yeah, you're yeah, always yeah. No, in Honey and Cunningham and Fisher. Those guys are better than Ronk, let's yeah, be honest. No, wrong. I'm not that interested in Ronk. Yep. Well, Blue Baggers, that'll be it for us today. Be sure to keep your eyes peeled for when our episodes drop over the next fortnight during this trade period. Does it end next Friday, Bolt? Thursday night. Thursday night. All right. So from today until next Thursday, every day we will be releasing an edition of the show, 10 to 20 minutes, just to wrap up the day's play and give you an update from a Carlton point of view on what got done from the day. We're just reading here Mitch Hannon, you know, looking very close to joining the Western Bulldogs from Melbourne. Potentially one we could have looked at. Potentially. He did originally come from the Bulldogs VFL team, though, so probably... Nice little links there. Yeah, little uh, reunion film. So, Bluebaggers, yes, be sure to tune in as we recap the day's play for the next eight days, is it? I keep saying two weeks, but about yeah. eight days. So, yeah, be sure to tune in, Bluebaggers, and we'll do it all again tomorrow. Go Blues. against the famous old dark moon.